Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, After Buzzers? We're back here for another after show of the Botch TV show, where you have 2,000 cc's and counting. We got a tragic dog bite. We got some breasts and then even more breasts and a surprise birthday party right after this. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz song <laughs> i'm your host juliette bear join with the lovely lovely panel we got nicole to my right how you doing i'm doing wonderful hey guys welcome welcome and tara how you doing hey guys doing good <laughs> oh we have a pack 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 show for you tonight we are going to talk about this tragic dog bite that uh jim had to suffer through carla and her overseas surgeries and all the complications that happened with that we have, uh, and then we also have Tina with her huge breast and her relationship with her sister. We'll get into all of that. And towards the end of the episode, you won't miss anything because we have some very exciting news and gossip for you. So, as I said, very packed show, very packed episode. What were you guys' overall thoughts? I was actually, I really enjoyed this episode. I felt like it was entertaining. It was packed full of the things that I love about Botched in the first place. So, yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, It was a jam-packed show. We had, like, comedy. We had emotions. It was just a lot going on. And, of course, we had, like, a crazy, you know, surgery. Well, a potential crazy surgery that they turned down. But it was a good episode. Yeah. So you guys were entertained? Super entertained. This was definitely better than last week. Okay, good. good. (laughs) Yeah, we weren't feeling last week as much. So I'm glad this was a a higher no for you guys. I'm with you. I think this was a a pretty good episode. Uh, Let's get into Carla, shall we? She had some surgery overseas. And like many botched botched patients that we see on the show, when you hear the word the phrase you know surgery overseas it never really ends too too well mm-hmm. um and it didn't <laughs> <laughs> needless to say right <laughs> needless to say uh she uh, got her breast done at 20 years old do you guys think that that's too young is that an appropriate age i think it's too young okay when she said 20 I, I i just feel as though i mean i would assume that your body may stop growing at 20, but you just never know. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you may have those late growth spurts. You know what I mean? I just feel like, I mean, you just got through being 19 years old. Seriously. You know what I mean? So 20, in my opinion, is kind of young. Um, I think it's a okay age. I mean, yeah, you're right. You know, some women, um, it just depends on like your body type and, um, development. But I think, um, she was old enough to make her own decision and, I mean, hey, if she wants to do it, do it. <laughs> That's interesting, too, though. Because I think in the States, don't you have to be 21 to at least get? No. So, no, you don't. You don't need, like, a parental 18. consent or something like that. Yeah. Oh, it's just 18? 18 and you Oh, my gosh. Like, by wow. 20, you're old enough to make, like, decisions. So, I mean, it may not have been a good decision, but <laughs> I think... 
literally, you, do. you can do anything at 18 apart from drink. Like, 18's like, you can, medical decisions, mm-hmm. you can, you know, a lot of, a lot of things, except, you know. So you would just think if you can cut your body up, you could drink. I don't know. It's just weird to me. <laughs> that, uh, same with me, but that's a whole other show for us. <laughs> so she, um, needless to say, had a lot of complications, and her breasts were just kind of hard, not in the right direction. Mm-hmm. They're just kind of pointing in every each direction, and she's really insecure about that, and um, this is something that even her boyfriend notices, and he he's like, he just, he says that he just wants her to go back to, you know, her old self and not be so insecure. Did that make you feel sad that he said that? Yeah, and it did, and but the interesting thing is the one of the reasons why she did go into surgery in the first place is because so many people close to her were saying that her breasts were saggy mm-hmm. for her age, and it's like you're hearing that, and I think she mentioned that even her mom was like, "Dude, like your breasts are pretty saggy for someone your age." I mean, yeah, when she sucks. went into surgery, <laughs> the doctor was like, "How old are you again?" Yeah, your breasts are too saggy, so it's like people constantly telling you that. Of course, you're going to be insecure. So I understand why she got the um, surgery in the first place, but that's sad. You said people tell you, girl, your breasts are saggy. I know. <laughs> but as far as, like, the boyfriend aspect, um, you guys know me. I'm always down for a supportive relationship. <laughs> so I was extremely happy to see that her boyfriend was, like, you know, there for her. And then even later, like, you can, he showed that he sincerely, genuinely loved her. It wasn't about her body because he proposed. So I was all for the relationship this episode. Yay. Yeah. I'm with you i'm with you and i get what you're saying nicole about it just all these people saying this and must get in your head especially your mom and people so close to you so i understand and uh but again she actually said herself she said when she's meeting the doctors the botch doctors she's asking a whole bunch of questions and she's like i need to make sure i have asking all my questions because last time i didn't ask any questions yeah. and i've been beating myself up over that for years i thought that was a great point it's so important to do your research mm-hmm. ask all those questions because it's you have to be making decisions yes you're in the hands of professionals but these are decisions that really affect your health and affect your right. whole life and then i guess i can kind of go back to you like with her age um you know maybe she was kind of nervous to speak up or like she just didn't think she was just so excited like Ooh, I'm getting new boobs. Like, my family can stop making fun of me. So that could have played a part in it, too. She was just young and excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. And um, and also it's important to note that she, because she had saggy boobs, but there's a difference between getting a lift and getting uh, breast implants. She had, mm-hmm. you know, foreign bodies, meaning silicone, living in her body. And so that's, it's higher risk in a way because you're living with that versus kind of one surgery, you're sewed up and... Mm-hmm, that's it sure. so um yeah risky surgery and she when she meets the doctors they're even telling her like that this is going to be a very challenging case that always makes me so nervous when i hear them say that because i'm nervous yeah. the whole time but if they're telling me it's challenging i'm like isn't everything challenging yeah. right right exactly yeah it definitely makes you go okay you guys are the pros what are you trying to tell me because <laughs> i'm putting my trust in you guys oh, for real god <sighs> really, really. Well, um, and also another thing that they were worried about is that because of her skin tone, she's prone to have dark uh, scarring. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to reduce her uh, areola, and that could be a huge issue. So again, going back to the fact that it's a very challenging case. But when he goes in, he was hoping that it was just a human error, meaning that they had not released the muscle correctly versus her body completely rejecting it, mm-hmm. which it was. So that was yeah. that was a relief. Yeah, That was a relief. Yes, Definitely. Definitely. Um, you is there anything during that surgery that kind of surprised you from things that we've seen in the past or anything that you would like to note in terms of when the operating room yeah i i was actually kind of surprised she didn't request to go larger 
to be honest with you. Mm. Um, just looking at the previous surgery, like obviously there was complications, but it also looked like they may have gone, in my personal opinion, a little too small hmm. for a frame. I think she still would have looked normal going a little bit larger. Not crazy. I'm not saying go crazy with it, but just a little bit larger, especially once we found out that, you know, she got engaged and everything mm-hmm. like that to fill out more. But, you know, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think um, I think at the end of the day, all she just wanted was fullness. I think she just didn't want her boobs to sag and she just wanted them to lift. Um, I mean, she could have gone bigger, but I feel like she was like, she was a kind of a humble patient. It was just like, you know, let me just That's get true. my life back on track. <laughs> I don't have to do all the extra. Just get my boobs back in a good place so I can look good for my man. <laughs> and you can tell the doctors looked like really um, relieved by that. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, she's like you said, she's a humble patient. She just wants something simple. She just wants them back to normal. And so you could tell this was sort of like a breeze mm-hmm. going through this process with her. Yeah, she, again, easy patient, but not an easy case. I mm-hmm. mean, when they're in the surgery, there's the muscle thing, which was a relief. But mm-hmm. the fact that they're finding these permanent stitches, they're saying yeah. it's something they used to do way, 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 way back then. And he was like, holding it, this is what happens when you do this overseas, because this is just not good. It's You're so prone to bacteria. There's mm-hmm. all these complications. And again, not knocking, you know, there's surgeries overseas that are great and very successful, but the ones that he was referring to are the ones that are low budget and Mm. you just can't really be low budget with these types of things. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Were you surprised when they were actually comparing the amount when she said that she paid about, I think she said, uh, 2,800, 2,800, uh, for the whole thing. Right. And they were saying that in the States you pay $2,000 solely for the silicone now counting the operation the anesthesia the staff uh staying in the hospital like all these things you know rack up Mm -hmm. so yeah she she definitely she saved a buck but it wasn't the best investment i wonder if her cousin or i think her friend Mm -hmm. um because her friend got the same surgery overseas and like she said her procedure turned out fine it was like almost flawless i wonder if she paid around the same amount or went yeah, I think maybe it's just a gamble at the mm. end of the day. I mean, they're maybe they're able to do it. But again, the fact that there's these human errors, I think, well, the permanent stitches is probably they're just operating it at a lower cost or they're doing old practices. And then the, the human error is what's really nervous. They're probably not taking the precautions that they're supposed to be taking. Mm. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong, but uh, that's why we also rely on you. We call our audience. So, you know, you're a co-host as well at home. We really appreciate you guys and want to make sure that you kind of keep the conversation going. And actually, Nicole, tell us a little bit more about, you know, before we move on, all that. Yes, yes. So before we move on to our next topic, we just want to thank you all for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and make sure that you subscribe and if you're on itunes please give us a five star rating we need that five star rating you guys but no matter where you are leave us a comment so you can get involved in the conversation that's what makes all of this fun and being a part of after buzz tv has meant so much to all of us and we truly appreciate you supporting us and doing what we love and don't forget to tell all your friends and keep enjoying our shows Yes, thank you so much for that, Nicole. And thank you again, audience. We love you so much. And you know what else I loved? Was Carla in her wedding dress. Oh, oh my yes, gosh. So <laughs> I was so excited about that. Yeah, what because, did you think about it? Um, a gorgeous dress, by the way. Um, it looked 
super expensive. I'm like, <laughs> man, this girl is going for the, the ultimate dress. But she looked absolutely amazing. And I thought it was cute to do a reveal that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, You know, we weren't obviously they were going to show her wedding or whatever because I think it was just too soon. But for us to actually get an idea of what she would look like on her wedding day, I just thought that was a great reveal. Yeah, I agree. The dress was flawless. Her, her, you could tell her boob job just made the dress pop. She just looked, she looked flawless. And I was just really happy for her. Like now she can finally not be insecure. Her family members can leave her alone (laughs) and support her on her big day. Yes, (laughs) yes. And we were talking about her, her, her breasts and her new dress. I mean, she's mm-hmm. not. She has this really low cut dress, and they're just holding. Like right. gravity is not a factor <laughs> right. at all. It was like she doesn't need a bra. Like she had talked about um, earlier when she was telling her story, how she had to wear push up bras and things like that. But they literally sat up like she had a push up bra, and that was really that permanent push up bra. Yeah. So, I thought right. it was a great permanent surgery. Bra. So congrats to you, Carla, and your uh, fiance. Yes. I don't know if you guys are married mm-hmm. yet. I was trying to do some research, and I couldn't find out. Aww. So uh, if you're watching, let us know. And congratulations on everything. Thing and uh, yeah, we know their love life is improved. <laughs> sorry, sorry, for sure, <laughs> for sure. No, that's a great point. I'm glad you pointed that out. <laughs> um, on a you know maybe not as a light, no, not as light of a note. Let's turn to our following patient, uh, Jim. So Jim had a, kind of a, a tragic story. His own dog bit his nose off and left him defigurated completely with a nose just in every which direction. Can you even imagine someone like your own your own pet? Would you be upset? Yes, I would be upset. Um, but I have mixed emotions about this. So I think Tyra and I are like on like opposite sides of the fence, right? Because I love dogs. Like I just have a pure heart for dogs, and I think they can do no wrong in my eyes. Like seriously, they can't do any Nicole, wrong. In my eyes. I am judging they you. They can't. <laughs> but th- this was very unfortunate that it was a family dog who bit Jim's nose off, right? Because now there's emotions involved, involved on both sides, and you know Jim's wife was super emotional about it. Like, she's sad for Jim, but it seemed like she was more sad for the dog. I'm sorry. I mean, okay, you guys saw my reaction the whole time. I was fed up. Like, <laughs> why is that? Put the dog to sleep. The dog endangered her husband. I mean, I understand it's a family dog, and I love dogs, too. Don't get me wrong. But at this point, let's, let's um, give the dog some accountability. Like, let's put the dog to sleep. Like, I just did not what? understand why she was so hurt. Like, she was like, yeah, because my husband, but uh, poor Zoo. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I could not get with that. No forgiveness um, for the dog? No. <laughs> no. And it's actually funny because I had a similar story. Like, we had, like, a dog for literally about a week. And it was an aggressive dog. And I remember I went to go, like, say hi to my mom on the couch. And the dog, like, jumped and attacked me. So this kind of low-key hit home for me because it was like, okay, we got to get rid of this dog. But instead, she was just like, oh my god, I can't believe the dog did this. Like, luckily, my nose wasn't bit off, but it was a mess. <laughs> um, yeah, it really was. I'm I'm trying to look this up right now to get an answer because there's certain parts in the world where if a dog bites someone, mm-hmm. um, we're not talking about a nibble, we're talking about, again, this is a whole nose that's completely yeah. messed up. We're talking about very aggressive things. You have to euthanize them. Mm-hmm. So um, that's not everywhere in the world, but in, in California, at least it's not the case. In California, if that if it's happened on two separate occasions, you need to because oh, wow. it's a reoccurring thing, and or if the dog was trained to fight, attack.
attack or kill someone, uh, which uh, causing substantial injuries. Because people, it's really unfortunate, but there's these underground dog ring. People like will bet mm-hmm. on dogs just basically just fighting till the death. It's really messed up. And then mm-hmm. by going through all these trainings, these poor dogs are just. They have all this trauma and they just, yeah, they just bite people and it's a very, it's a huge safety issue. So be careful out there because it's, it's unfair to, to animals who are supposed to be really loving and, you know, it's Mm -hmm. besides them. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, I strongly stand on my point, but (laughs) I do love dogs also. And it is unfortunate that that had to happen and and that it was the family dog. But I mean, I feel like there's, there has been stories about dogs just like snapping, like they're perfectly trained and then they just, I don't know, just completely forget or something. Mm -hmm. They just feel some kind of energy. You were mentioning that the wife was sleeping. So perhaps what were you saying about that? Um, she was sleeping and, um, Jim was just, you know, you know how you just show love to any type of dog. You reach it to kiss the dog and the dog just attacked him just bit his nose off completely i think he was just i think the dog was caught off guard i think that's pretty much what happened yeah yeah Mm. could you still i mean being under the same roof as as someone as an animal that's he's defigurated come on like (laughs) (laughs) if it only happened one time yes if it was not a reoccurring situation like so he has to lose his noise twice for him to be in the dog house what if it was guys really make me feel bad right now well okay your spouse what if it was your nose i get it I just have a different type of forgiveness. I don't know. I'm a very forgiving person. So I would, I'm going <laughs> to. And we're not going to knock you for that. Maybe I'm sure some people in the comments will say that Tyra and I are being a little harsh. <laughs> to each are. their own. Um, to each their own. But uh, yeah, Jim, he. Uh, after going all th- through all that, he's just really hoping that the doctors are able to kind of fix him and just have some sort of symmetry. He His nose is in every which direction. Uh, I believe he has issues breathing, like most most of these people uh, mm-hmm. tend to have when you have no, uh, issues like this. And, um, yeah, but the surgery was pretty successful. Was there anything that surprised you in post-op? Uh, uh, even in the surgery with the, the even him meeting the doctors was there anything mm-hmm. that surprised you that kind of took you off guard or that you were that you enjoyed um for me I, this honestly when I saw his nose it really looked like a difficult case yeah like I didn't know how they were going to do it and during the procedure um doctor was it Dr. Nassif excuse mm-hmm. me Dr. Nassif you know when he made the um, initial incision, he was just like, I don't think, I, I can't cut this nose like this. Like, mm-hmm. there was a couple times he got very flustered, and I was nervous for him. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she's probably going to stop this surgery yeah. because it's just way too complicated. But um, amongst all that, I mean, it, it turned out pretty successful, so. Yeah, we were talking about that when we were watching. It's true that they, you know, the show has to cut a lot of footage together in order for it to fit in the mm-hmm. time slot, but I wish that they had a clock on the side because they make mm. it seem, they never make it seem easy because you do see the t- doctors going through a lot of mm-hmm. stress, but it seems very quick when they're in yeah. there for hours on hours on end and you, you do see the doctors kind of get tired and things mm-hmm. like that, so I wish the show that. would be that. a really yeah. cool ad just to like show it like 12 hours into surgery and it's not like we have to clearly sit and watch through it, but just to see the how long of a process it yeah. was because he did like, it did seem like Dr. Nassif was really stuck on this one and it was like, he said something about the the nose possibly failing or I think like the skin tissue or something mm-hmm. that he was using. Um, so I was nervous. I was just like, please fix this man's nose because yeah. it's already like 
unfortunate event. So, but I mean, he pulled through. Um, but as you were saying about the like overall surgery, I think it was really well. Um, I think he looks great. Um, the left side definitely looks a little more cleaner cut. He did, you could see a little um, mm-hmm. more of a lump. Well, you could still see a lump on the side that was completely destroyed, but. I think overall it was a great job. Yeah, I think so too. And uh, what were your thoughts about those leeches? <laughs> Tyra was over here getting all freaked out when she saw them. I thought it was pretty cool to watch, to be honest with you. They're like getting fatter as they're sucking out all the blood. I thought it was pretty cool. But real quick, just to know when you were asking, was there anything surprising? Um, he had two options, right, mm-hmm. to, oh, yeah. to get this completed. And that was either through the for- a forehead uh or flap. the chest, I think, flap. Yeah. yeah, so it was a forehead flap and then the chest flap. Yeah. Or I thought it was an ear cartilage. I thought it was the... It might have been. Oh, a, a graph or something like that. Skin graph. Yeah, skin graph or something like that. Um, I'm glad he went with the skin graph instead of the four Because the, um, the previous doctor he went to offered him the same option. Like, we'll, we'll do the forehead, but this time... Um, you know, he well, he wasn't graph, going so for the forehead. Well, yeah, yeah, he that's was true. like, he if wasn't I going have to get that, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, because it's so risky. It really yeah. is. Yeah, that's that's kind of taking off a whole face. It's very, it's a lot. It's a lot. So we've seen uh, this season. We've seen, I think, in the earlier episodes. If you guys want to go back and watch, uh, we covered some patients who were who had to do that. Yeah, and that's oh. why I guess I was kind of like. Confused about his concern about that because I mean clearly I guess he wouldn't have known they've done it on previous patients but when we watched it those they were good outcomes so I was just like oh okay well yeah I I think this other one can work (laughs) that's true I think it's just probably also scary you've been through Mm -hmm. so much and the fact that someone's telling you that they're gonna take open your forehead and you flip that and this and that that's your that's your face and I think there's a lot you know Mm -hmm. it's not even a vain thing again your face is your identity and so I think there's a lot of emotion attached to that. Um, but yeah, he, uh, overall successful surgery, successful leeches. Um, <laughs> I couldn't watch it. You couldn't watch like, it. I can watch, you guys know, like I've watched the surgeries, mm-hmm. but it's something about just like the bugs or bugs question. Are, are they? they? Yeah. They're, I think they must I don't be. Know, but I just, that's so weird to me. Ew. I would like, if I had to do that, I would have to be put to sleep. I almost want to. A leech. I want to know what it feels like. Nicole, you are just shocking me today. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I've heard, uh, you know, on all those celebrity websites and stuff, they they sometimes mention that there's certain stars that will have leech facials where the leeches are sucking the blood, blah, 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 and it's supposed to help or whatnot. I would do that. What? Imagine a ton of leeches on God, I would have to be put to sleep. I yes. would not be able to. A leech facial? Let me, I'm going to look that up. Okay, you guys know I'm into stuff like that. Okay, yeah. let I'll, know, I'll let goes. y'all know. Were, were you surprised that he was so calm about the whole thing with the leeches? Because yeah. you're saying you would have freaked out Tyra. I mean, he's a man. <laughs> he's just like, do what you got to do to get my face right. So right. maybe that's why. <laughs> awesome. Our awesome producer has pulled up some information for us. I'm too blind to read it, unfortunately. Can you guys take a yeah. time at that? <laughs> it says, um, leech bites do not hurt since they release an anesthetic when they stick their teeth into your skin. But they do bleed um, pro- per- okay, profusely. 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 Sorry, we're getting to my... <laughs> not Okay, anyway. Leeches use an anticoagulant yeah codulant when they bite to facilitate the flow of blood from the wound wow that was tough to read but okay <laughs> well thanks for that producer um i was it's so funny that they mentioned that because i was thinking well he probably 
couldn't feel it because I don't think they could feel it. But that's really good information to know. Yeah. And he also had so much going on that he's right. probably still under the medication and all that. But yeah, thank you, Jonathan, for the awesome information. Um, but that overall successful surgery, he meets his friends and family at the end. Uh, was so was that? It was so cute. But was that only the one who was like, you just got your nose job and you're going to play tennis with flying balls going really fast? <laughs> I didn't think of, I didn't it think that, of that either. <laughs> that's funny. That seems dangerous to me. I don't think that's like an activity that you're supposed to be doing. Right. No? I mean, hopefully it was a couple weeks post or a month, month post-surgery. Yeah. yeah. But I did not think of that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should just stay away from balls. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I play tennis so many times. I've, I'm, I'm grateful I've never had a ball fall into my face. But still, I think it's just like flying objects at, at pretty fast speed. Yeah. I don't know if it's recommended, but who, what do I know? Yeah. <laughs> just to get back on that, even during the, that whole like reveal and they did an interview with the wife, she was still talking about <laughs> <laughs> Tara was so annoyed at that point. She kept on saying, she was like, I'm so happy we're going to get to see Jim Snows and finally put put behind us what happened to poor Zeus. What happened to poor Zeus? Are you insane? What happened to your poor husband? Poor Zeus. Oh, gosh. I want to know what happened to Zeus at this that's, point. Yeah, I want to know. Because they didn't say it. They didn't mm-hmm. say it. I'm telling you, look at this panel. We're so divided on it. It's such a <laughs> controversial thing. I so, They probably didn't want to share too much about it. Because, yeah. you know, for TV, you never yeah. know. Yeah. PETA is crazy sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's move on to our um, other, our last patient of the night, Mrs. Tina, who um, who has huge breasts. That's the only way I can really describe her. She has huge breasts. And she's Australian. She's an Australian with huge breasts. Uh, they're so big that uh, Dr. Debro actually says that um, on average, her breasts are six times the size of an average D cup. That's crazy. A D cup is big. For I don't know if there's any men listening. Like a D cup is not. It's like a, a above average. I think mm-hmm. a C must be not. Maybe like a B or a C is an average. A mm-hmm. D is like yeah. Those are big breasts. Six times. Six times mm-hmm. big breasts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like I, I, I'm Julia. I'm just laughing at the way you describe it. I didn't know, no other way to describe it but big breasts. Like it, it was just ridiculous. And then watching her in the class, um, the aerobics. What yeah. was it? The oh, I the forgot what air, she took. Like an air. Is it called aerial? aerial? Yeah, something aerobic. Like some kind of aerobics. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. needed help to flip over because her breasts were so heavy. I mean, it, it's just re- ridiculous. I just. Were Again, you nervous when one of those was going to hit her in the face? Yes. Yes. Her fall. sister even said the same thing. Like, it looks like your breasts are about to hit your, like, you're going to suffocate in your breasts. Like, that just, that should be a wake up call. Even even when she was um, getting examined in the room, that should have been a, a really a wake up she call. She was very rebe- rebellious. Yeah. She was an interesting patient. She was. What were your thoughts about the whole background about her, the fact that her ex husband was so willing and he even actually wanted her to get all these surgeries done i think it's it's clearly still affecting her because in the beginning well when she talked about just her background of getting like her breasts done she didn't she didn't say like when she was young she just wanted huge breasts i think just like the pressures of her like previous husband it kind of just like brainwashed her in a way and then she just became addicted and was just like i have to get it like i don't know i don't 
I think it was kind of just like a mm-hmm. a something that that just grew on her. Right. She was definitely conditioned to believe that she needed big breasts to feel beautiful, and that really upset me to hear that that it was really her ex husband who encouraged her to get big breasts, and then in the not in the examination room, but in the previous interview where her sister was with her. And I think one of the doctors asked, like, like, what made you want to go that big? Like, where did your husband get this idea of big breasts? And she was like, her sister was like, oh, she com- he compared her to um, porn stars. Like, you're really comparing your wife yeah. to a porn star. Like, I want you to look like the fantasy that I see in porn. It's so sad. That's, yeah. that's horrible. And then what was like crazy about the whole thing was in the end when she got the second surgery and she went up, what, 2,000 cc? Mm-hmm. He was mad and felt like she was getting a lot of attention. So I'm like, okay, so I can't win. And right. I, think, I think it just emotionally affected her and now it's just a serious internal problem. Mm-hmm. Not just, oh, I want to look beautiful. It's just like, she's just messed up. Yeah, I mean, and despite the fact that both of the surgeons and her sister, her you know flesh and blood, like her her sister, mm-hmm. is telling her, "Don't do this." She's crying, and she's so adamant. She's saying, "No, I'm I'm a smart woman, and I know what <laughs> oh, I'm that doing." Took me out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just, um, how did you guys feel when she, the way she reacted to facing her sister who was crying, telling her that she's about to risk her life for no reason. I'm not surprised um, because, like, going back to, you know, her ex-husband conditioning her and and she just kind of got so used to it. Like she said, I'm independent. I'm going to do what I want. And I really like the moment where the doctors got serious with her. Like, okay, we're talking to you as if, like, if I were your dad, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? You have to stop doing this. Like, who cares of what you would look like going bigger, like you're going to ruin your life. And and the fact that that still did not penetrate in her conscious is just, yeah, they're going to, there's such a high risk of them literally ripping off of her skin and just like coming off the fact that they're showing the skin. There's just, and she Mm -hmm. has all this pain. It's just like her whole body's just pulling Mm -hmm. and trying to hold on into your life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, it was it was kind of sad. Like, I don't know. Like, I have sisters, and I have really close relationships with them. So to just see, like, her not even respond or to see, like, her sister really cares for her well-being, it was kind of hurtful for me because it's just like your sister would have your best interest at heart. Yeah. And you're just completely it's all about you. You don't care. And you have literally Dr. Nassif getting ready to scream at you. For real. <laughs> yeah, I think you're, I completely agree. I think it's very selfish just to mm-hmm. the way that she was acting. And mm-hmm. her sister was mentioning like, hey, my kids, they want an auntie. And you yeah. might not be around by your own doing. Like, And she was like, well, I, and her response is, well, I need big breasts. Your kids need an auntie. Yeah. I need big breasts. Just like no sense of human connection Mm-mm. and it's all about superficial stuff. I think that was very, very heartbreaking. Do you think yeah. it was sort of a proverbial um, F you to her ex-husband going bigger by any chance? Maybe. Maybe because he felt insecure. So she's like, okay, well, you did this. Right. Then you leave me, whatever. I'm going to show you. Maybe. But I, I don't mm. even, I can't even fathom what this woman's thinking because she, exactly. she's off her rockers. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to be judgmental, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was just complete. It was a lot. Yeah. And it's just, again, like her sister says, I foresee an early grave that could be easily avoided. Think of all the people who are sick, all the people who, you know, get in accidents. Mm -hmm. And there's so many, there's so many awful circumstances that you can go through through life. And life is such a precious gift. The fact that you're so reckless with yours is just, it's very upsetting. Uh, But 
I'm glad at least she has a support system. And I, I hadn't, I hadn't seen a patient. I hadn't seen like a, someone really talk to them, talk to someone that clearly. Yeah. So I'm glad that, they, that, that that conversation mm-hmm. was happening. And so wish her the best and wish all of these uh, patients the best. I think that kind of wraps up our episode. Is there any last thoughts that you would like to bring up? Any last points? Any last opinions? Anything before um, we head into the special I do segments? one thing. I wrote down how they were saying um, if, what was her name again? Tina? Mm-hmm. If Tina was to get the surgery, it'll be an $80,000 investment in bras. <gasps> yeah, That was insane. And she still was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> A, but you know what the sickening part is? I swear someone, there's so many sick people out there. Someone's going to pay. That's why she was like, okay, I'm sure yeah. she can find like some kind of. That's yeah. be so but, sad. Uh, there's actually one last thing I want to bring up before we head into our very special segment. Uh, our very exciting news uh, <laughs> is the surprise party. We didn't talk about the surprise oh, party yes. the doctors had for each other. That was so cute. <laughs> yes, yeah, That cute. was hilarious when they came out with the cake <laughs> <laughs> and it had the face on it. That was hilarious. But you know what? I really love the friendship dynamic between these mm-hmm. two. And, you know, when... I'm sorry, you guys. I don't know why I'm getting their names confused. I want to call Dr. Dubro Nassif and Nassif Dubro. But it was Dr. Nassif's birthday. Mm-hmm. And Paul Dubro is the one who, th- who threw, put his- threw the Yeah, the surprise party. So Dr. Nassif said he had never, ever had a surprise party before. And so Dubro took it upon himself to throw him a surprise party that with his own so face on the cake. That was hilarious. <laughs> Were you surprised that he said that he's been wanting to give him a uh, rhinoplasty for the longest time? Dr. Nassif has been wanting to give Paul one and he Paul won't let him. Oh my gosh. Actually, I felt that was shade because when he said that, I actually looked at um, Dr. Dubrow's nose when he said that. I was like, <laughs> oh. Oh. He has a big nose. Okay. I didn't even notice until he mentioned that. Isn't that funny? Same. Like, people don't notice this stuff unless you, like, bring it up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, that's interesting. Okay. And it got me thinking, like, when you're a plastic surgeon because you're so trained to see symmetry everywhere, Mm -hmm. do you really look at people and you're like, oh, I could fix that. I could fix that. But it's like, I don't need fixing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was probably, interesting. Wow. Yeah. I'm definitely going to like pay attention next episode now. <laughs> that completely went over my head. <laughs> yeah, and think about it. Dr. Nassif is a, you know, a well-known bachelor and Dr. Paul uh Dr. Uh, and Paul is, you know, he's married mm-hmm. and, you know, there probably are different factors with that, yeah. but but the fact that one is so fixated on fixing everyone and one's mm. kind of more okay in his skin. Yeah. I don't know. It's just my job. Just you my know? job. Yeah. Just a thought. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. This kind of wraps up our breakdown. So this is a perfect time to head into some news and gossip. Yay! After Buzz TV News. Okay, so we have some exciting news and gossip here at After Buzz TV. Um, and this is actually an exclusive After oh Buzz TV. God. Exclusive, Yay. exclusive. Uh, exclusive After Buzz TV news. We, uh, if you guys are listening on uh, IT- on YouTube, we have a picture up. And if you're listening on iTunes, we have a new show called This Is Courtney Stodden, uh, which actually aired about an hour ago. So it's really a really fresh episode, mm-hmm. and it's up on YouTube, up on iTunes. Um, make sure to check it out because it's hosted by Courtney Stodden, who uh, has been infamous for kind of just being in, over the, in the tabloids over the years, mm-hmm. and she and her podcast. 
discussed various topics and including the fact she revealed the fact that she has been on the date with Dr. Nassif oh last year. Wow. wow. That is tea. So she went on a date with Dr. Nassif last year and yeah, in her podcast she kind of breaks everything down so I'm not going to spoil it just yet because I want you guys to go ahead and check that out. Uh, but she said that he was very nice, that he picked up the tab and then she spilled some other details so make sure you go check that out. Oh wow, that was some good news. That is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then some further news. I was reading up this really cool article um, on, it's called CheatSheet.com, and it was telling us all about how to get an appointment with Dr. DeVoe from Botched. Wow. I always wonder, like, how do they guys operate when they're not filming for TV? Yeah. So um, Dr. DeVoe has his own uh, practice, and in this practice, he does all sorts of cosmetics. Uh, he does non-surgical cosmetics, such as uh, laser hair removal, facial fillers, chemical peels, and... And he also does uh, breast lift, nose jobs, like anything, uh, really, in the plastic surgery run. Mm. Uh, and uh, if you want to schedule a consultation, here's the phone number. Oh. Writing it down, Nicole. <laughs> the phone number is 949-515-4111. Okay. <laughs> and a consultation costs, give me a number. How much do you think a consultation costs? Ooh, Just a consultation. 500 Just- Okay, it's underneath actually. Really? What? Yes, oh. it's three hundred and sixty-five dollars according to this She's website. She's like, I am going. <laughs> and this is to do either in person or over the phone. So you wow. know that's worth the investment. That's before knowing anything else. Oh, um, wow. And uh, the consultations are for Monday through Fridays, and you're likely to wait three to four weeks before a consultation. Um, and surgeries are p- typically scheduled four to six weeks after the consultation. However. If you have had plastic surgery and you are botched, mm. you don't need to call them at all. You can be on the botch show, so then we can talk about you. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, in order to be on the botch show, you just can, can head to their casting page, which is www.botchedcasting.com. Super easy, super simple. If you've had plastic surgery, check it out and you might appear on TV and you'll more than likely get a free surgery. So, or at least very, very highly discounted surgery. So, um, yeah, but getting, I just have to warn warn you that getting cast on the show isn't easy. There are probably thousands of applicant applicants just for a few dozen spots each season. Mm. Uh, those do appear on the show uh, are paired with uh, participation, but Dr. Dubrow doesn't work for free. He told Allure magazine in 2007 in 2015. So people typically end up uh, putting the money they reserve towards that surgery. So, so but, they do pay the patients on the show do pay for their surgeries. They do pay for their surgeries, but it's it's uh, way cheaper because um, it seems that production might be uh, picking up part of the tab. The article is a little unclear on that, so mm. uh, I welcome you guys to do more research but again if you your chance to appear on tv just go on that website wow <laughs> so yeah i learned really something good new <laughs> so that wraps up our news and gossip segment and i think that's pretty much wraps up our show unfortunately we're Ooh. out of time but we will be back here next week we don't do predictions on the show because mm, yeah, it's kind of a, there's nothing really to yeah. predict about so uh <laughs> 
But one thing I do predict is that we will be back here next week and we'll be talking about more surgeries and uh, more personalities, more laughs, more sadness, so much more emotion. If the people want to keep up with you in the meantime, where can they do so, Tyra? Um, hey, guys. You can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra Prude. Awesome. Nicole? Hey, guys. It's your girl, Nicole Hutchins, and you can find me on Instagram at the real Nicole, and that's Nicole with the Y. Awesome. Are you guys covering any other shows at After Buzz or working on any fun products yeah. that you would like to plug? Make sure you guys tune in to the Titan Games after show actually coming on next and also the America's Got Talent Champions after show. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tyra. <laughs> and I will be covering soon here Boomerang and that's on the BET platform. So I'm really excited about that. Ooh, very, very fun. Well, guys, you can find me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliet. I also cover the Shameless after show, which is a really, really good show. I really highly recommend it. And it's on Sundays, but you always can catch it on demand whenever is convenient. Until next Next time, guys, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.